Hey everyone, it's me again, your girl C. Elizabeth, also known as my government name, Courtney Wills. And I am glad to be here, a part of another Everyday Woman series. So let's just go ahead and jump right in. You all know me, full transparency. When I initially received this email, I said no. I looked at the title, Providing Healing and Promoting Health, uh, I mean Hope, and I was like, no, this one is not for me. Because at that particular time, I was in a funk. I'm not going to call it a depression, but I will call it a funk. My emotional and my mental health were at war, and I had completely come off of everything that had to do with media. I wasn't watching any social media. I wasn't watching the news. I wasn't engaging in, on any of my platforms because at that time it was more important for me to deal with my emotional and my mental health. So I felt like I was going to be a hypocrite talking about promoting healing and hope. So I closed the email didn't think anything else about it. The next day I checked my emails again and it was the first thing that I saw. 24 hours went by and I never received another email. That's God. That is indeed God. And at that time, God showed me that even though I was going through something, I still had hope. And that's what I want to talk about. Even during that time, even during that season, I wasn't hopeless. Um, I have been in the field of social work for over 20 years. I'm an author that tells all of her business. Um, I'm extremely transparent. So one part of my brain was like, girl, you can't talk about healthiness and, and hope. And you're sitting in your house, not talking to people. You've isolated yourself from people. How can you do this? But then God told me, no, this is the time to do this. This is the time. Because during this season, everything was put on hold for me. His going as my title, delayed, not denied. Everything stopped for me. And it was intentional. And I realized that part of it was intentional and part of it was designed. Because I needed a time to deal with my sadness and the grief that I have been holding on to for two years. I needed an opportunity to expel it. Um, I no longer had the ability to help others. I no longer could be that friend. I no longer could be that companion. I no longer could be that cheerleader for other people because I was so heavy and so weighed down with life and life experiences. I couldn't do anything. And I went back to this title again, providing healing and promoting hope. And I realized that during that time of delay, that's what I was providing for myself. I had to work on my own healing and hope comes after the healing. I had to deal with the stuff. And I had to understand that while I was dealing with that stuff, I could not be 
excellent. I could not produce excellence. So that meant that all these things and all of these self-imposed goals that I had placed on myself, I was not going to be able to meet and I could not beat myself up for it. I had to take the time, these three months, and it was three months from November all the way through January, where I had to take that time to heal from everything that I had been experiencing because I never took the time to allow myself to grieve. I never took the time to allow myself to deal. So my mental health and my emotional health were suffering. I had to heal. But during the healing, there was a delay in all of these things that I wanted to do. I was supposed to be dropping a whole book series in November. Didn't do it in November. Okay, Courtney, let's do it in December. Didn't do it in December. Okay, Courtney, there's still January. Oh, what about this podcast that I'm supposed to do? I couldn't do any of it. And I realized that the reason why all of those things were delayed was because if I had dropped them when I wanted to drop them or when I felt like I should have dropped them, I would not have been able to even talk about it because I was emotionally overwhelmed. My mental health was not good. Was I hopeful? Yes. I believed that everything was going to come out better on the other end. I believed that there was going to become a day once again when I actually appreciated the sun, when I appreciated these loud birds that chirp outside my window, when I appreciated the happiness that everybody else was feeling and it was sincere and not forced. I knew that that was coming, but I knew that it was not going to come until after my healing. I have been working in social social services for over 20 years, like I said. So I understand and I do I have a lifestyle of promoting healthy behaviors, healthy relationships, getting over, establishing goals that are reachable and attainable, all those things, all those things. The problem was is that I wasn't practicing them. And because I wasn't practicing all the things that I write about, all the things that I train people to do, all the things that I have been teaching people to do throughout these 20 plus years, I wasn't doing it. I became overwhelmed. And I had to take the time to deal with my own health, promote my own healing, which was going to then turn into hope. All of the things that I was ready to produce all of the the situations that I was ready to face. I wasn't going to be able to do it if it hadn't been for that self-imposed isolation that I put myself in. Um, Initially, I was calling it a depression, but it wasn't. I was just overwhelmed, like so many other people since the pandemic hit. We've all been overwhelmed. We've lost friends and family members. We've lost jobs. So that's income and housing and all of these things. People weren't able to take trips. Um, Parents, the elderly weren't seeing their family members. We all experienced something. Um, But because I'm me, 
I held on to all of that. And I still tried to be everybody's cheerleader, everybody's rah-rah person, and just trying to just jump in and make sure that everybody was okay, and I wasn't making sure that myself was okay. And I knew that if I produced those products and I got on somebody's platform to talk about them, I wasn't going to make it through. I was going to cry and it was going to be the worst interview anybody has ever seen because they would have been like, why is that girl crying on TV or on the internet or wherever it was that they saw me? And it wasn't going to help anyone. And at the end of the day, that's my goal. At the end of the day, that's what I'm supposed to be doing, providing healing and promoting hope. But if I'm in a state of tightness or in in a place where I can't function and I have to force myself to be joyful, then I can't promote and I can't provide. I can't at that moment. Again, going back to delay, but not deny. During that time, it was a pause, not a period. It didn't mean that I wasn't ever going to come back to being the old Courtney. I just needed a moment. I needed a moment for Courtney to give back to Courtney what she's given to everybody else. And that's what I want us to, to take from this. We always talk about what we need to do about would do for everyone else. But we very seldom talk about what we need to do for ourselves. And if we are talking about what we need to do for ourselves, we don't do it. We don't take out the time. We don't shut the door. We don't stop answering the phone or stop returning emails. We don't take that sick day that's going to still be there if you end up dying on your job. We don't do it. Because we feel like we always got to be there, always got to be, always got to be the show up person. And we need to show up for ourselves. Sometimes we create our own sickness because we're constantly trying to take care of other people and we won't take care of ourselves. I had to be able to say to myself, not only do I need to isolate from my family and friends who are grieving, I got to isolate from all these Eeyores who are just bringing me down. I didn't feel like being Piglet or Winnie the Pooh. I needed for Eeyore and his little tail falling off to go somewhere else. If y'all don't know who Eeyore is, um, read Winnie the Pooh or watch a Winnie the Pooh movie. But Eeyore is the little blue donkey that never had anything good to say. And somebody was always trying to uplift them. And it was either Piglet or Winnie the Pooh. And I didn't feel like being either one. I didn't have any energy. So everything got pushed back. Everything got put on hold. Everything got paused until I healed. And I was ready to come back out into society and be that person. Be that cheerleader. Be that rah-rah person. Be that confidant who could listen and not bust out into tears. Well, I could finally be that person. 
So during our times of delay, we have to still work on ourselves. That's what the delay is for. The delay is for you to prepare. The delay is for you to figure out the purpose of the delay. The delay is for you to work through whatever it is that you need to work through to get to the other side to get to your place of preparedness, to get to your place of healing, to get to your place of hopefulness, whatever it is, that's what's going on during the delay. We have to work through it. Whether it's you going through therapy, whether it's you just talking to yourself every day, journaling, praying, meditating, whatever it is, during that delay, don't think of it as a stop, it's a pause, because even music takes breaks. And so should we. So again, working through our own healing, working through our own issues, thinking about ourselves first. Again, remember, if you're in an airplane, they tell you put the mask on yourself first before you can help somebody else. We have to help ourselves. So we have to provide our own healing to ourselves first. We have to promote our own help for ourselves first before we can promote or provide for others. That is my time. I appreciate you all. You know, Angel, I appreciate this format. I hope you all have enjoyed my 15 minutes. Have a great day. Thanks again.